Kimmy's Confessional. Welcome to Gamers Confessional episode 162. Uh, this is me, Vimezy, with me tonight. Stranded, lonely, like a colossus amongst men, Clarky. I don't know where I was going with that. Hello, Clarky. What, what, what the hell does that even mean? I don't know. I don't Stranded, know. Stranded, lonely, like a colossus among men. <laughs> well, I was. No, I didn't want to go down the beached whale thing. I thought I'd go to the colossus bit. So it sounds, sounds like something you'd find in a Kojima game. Possibly, possibly. You got your baby showing your buttocks going on there. That'd be lovely. Well, there we go. Speaking of babies and buttocks, um, Pet's not with us tonight. Uh, he's actually he, he's he's with Tom Cruise, and um, he couldn't find Patrick Swayze apparently, but he found Tom Cruise. Did um, he look in the corner? <laughs> you don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's in he's in um, L.A. at the moment. Um, not yeah. in a penitentiary before anybody else. He did manage to get into the country. Um, I'm not sure he's going to get out, but he got into the country. All right. Has, has he joined the Bloods or the Crips? He hasn't worked that one out. I don't think they know he's there. I think he's undercover. He's stealthing ah, right. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He must be stealthing it. I think he'll get on well with Tom Cruise because uh, I think That's Tom same, likes. Right? Yeah, Tom likes like, hanging around with people about his height. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be well. But uh, yeah, so as far as we know, he's having he was bricking it when he got there, um, boys in the hood style, and he was absolutely shitting it. But I think he's all right now. I mean, he's 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 only actually tweeted out once. I think that's to make sure that no one knows where he is, so they can't, you know, deport him or put him in a cell or something. I'm sure he's doing fine. I'm sure he's doing fine. So it's just me and Clarky. Um, and as you can tell by the manage, I've managed to waste three minutes already. We ain't got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. D- don't be expecting any more when Pet comes back. Because I hear his uh, huge, amazing. I'm going to play games all the way on the flight. Didn't quite go to plan. What? I, I think he played half an hour or so of his Switch in total, and watched. Uh, out of all the movies he could have watched, he watched Big. It kind of sums him up, really, though, doesn't it? Yeah. I just. He spent four weeks asking us for recommendations on this oh, very show he about did, what he, games. He, bought, he bought tons of games he, he spent a, a full week asking me which battery pack to get and we finally you know we finally decided on one it had given him a good you know a good 10 hours 10 or 15 hours extra switch play time and he hasn't even had any use to fucking use it yet what 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 happened was what was he doing on the flight with sean equa for that long I don't know. I think I think clinging on to dear life uh, sounds about right. He was probably thinking if if he if he stopped praying for too long, the belief would falter, and the plane would plummet. So maybe he thought he couldn't spare the attention. I don't know. That's no, no. I, I think you're right there. Considering I tried having a little joke with him about it, and he wasn't impressed. Oh dear. Okay. Well, yeah. So, um, pet's going to be next to you. So we get to get Woolly on, really, don't we? Um, no. Okay. Um, so yeah, so uh, the re- there was no show last week because we didn't have very much to talk about. <laughs> this is going well. Um, yeah. Mainly because I all, literally all I had played for that entire week was Yakuza. Um, and most of what I've been playing this week has been Yakuza. Uh, I did get to the point where it started. I've started doing all the business games now. 
So when you, um, if you if you recall, Clarky, I know you were fascinated by this tale mm. of, of of Japanese criminal sort of fraternity. <laughs> That's what they are. I can't really you keep using the word yakuza, and actually, technically, the people who I'm playing aren't actually in the yakuza at the moment. So, mm. um, but anyway, the, you, you get to a point where, with one of the characters, you start basically um, trying to run a property empire, and the other character then starts managing a nightclub. And I remember saying to you guys on, again on this very show how, thank God, it wasn't going down the Excel spreadsheet route. Um, <laughs> Okay, it's not quite at that level, but it's oh, just like, oh, oh shit. Um, it's okay. They've they've done their own twist on it. It's it's you are a, you are a, a, a burgeoning property magnate, and the way the way they want you to basically see that is the district, the city you're in is split up into five districts, run by run by kings. Okay, so you might have, for example, the um, arcade king or the um i can't remember what the hell they are now music king or the whatever it is right <coughs> and they all control districts so you basically got to make enough money to go and buy these properties um out from underneath these kings okay so you got you got to get like millions of yen and go up to them and say i'm going to buy that and um you buy that property and then you've got to have the right manager managing that property and the right muscle guarding it um, and then what you can basically do is you can go around and you can collect your your rent, as it were, every however long it is, so you get a little this, bit of an income. This this game just sounds literally like a series of mini games. Um, no, not really. No, it's just it's just they've kind of Yakuza kind of goes with. I've got an idea, and no one at any point seems to have thought about. Should we? They've just gone, yeah, throw it in. Bung it in the pot. It's like a massive gumbo of just kind of ideas. The thing about it, weirdly, is that it all just works. I don't quite know how, because it shouldn't work. It really shouldn't work. You shouldn't be able to have a game where you can play um, a game of, not chess, but whatever it is, board game on the street with somebody, then go and have a fight, then go and have a break dance with somebody, then go into the disco and have a proper dance with somebody, then go and get involved in a storyline about... Um, girls selling their underwear um, or a dominatrix who can't dominate or you know the, it just gets weird or a, you know a little girl who wants you to win sort of cuddly toys from an arcade machine or go and have a game of super hang on it's just it shouldn't making work and then they throw in these business management games and you're just like I don't understand this game anymore but I'm still playing it and I'm still really enjoying it and I'm just still not quite sure why the um, the storyline is still really good um that's probably what drives you through and the other good thing about it is when you play it it's because it's it's split into chapters and basically i think there's about 19 or 20 chapters that's quite ironic because it, it literally you, the past four sentences you're literally describing how the game i'm going to talk about in a little bit goes as well oh god well you get these kind of 19 chapters and each chapter you play an alternate character yeah. So you, you play one guy, then you switch over at the next chapter to play another guy, and then you go back to the first guy, back to the second guy, and so on and so forth, right? But each chapter, if you were kind of mainlining, it would only take you maybe a couple of hours to play. So it's actually it's a really good session game, because you just think, what shall I do tonight? I'll play a chapter of Yakuza. Unfortunately, I get a bit 
I'm going to play a chapter of Yakuza, but I'm going to make sure I walk around the entire city and see if there's any other storylines and go just wander down here and see what's this all about. Oh, and while I'm there, I'm going to see how much money I can make off my property empire and see if I can manage my nightclub to a better level. So it, 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 it should take two hours. It's taking me longer. But I'm still enjoying it, so I don't care, really. Oh, that's um, fine. Somebody was saying uh, on Twitter that um, if I kept going on about it, they'd have to buy it. Um, so you've got to go and buy it now. I think it was Tanya. So off you go. Um, but it is, I think I saw on, on one of the sites, it's like 12 quid now you can pick yeah. it up. It was 12 quid on um, on PSN, I think, when I bought it. And I think you can get the physical copy for the same now. So really, you've got no excuse. This game's already provided yeah. a stupid number of hours of gaming. The first hour alone is worth that. So it, it, it surprises me how many people are out there where you, the mere suggestion of something new and it's got them running to uh, the nearest sort of internet outlet to purchase it. <coughs> Jamming. I don't think he knows what you're talking about. I'm sure he doesn't. No. And it's probably going to be another three years until he gets to this episode anyway, so we're all it, good. It probably is. We, yeah, for those of you who don't know, we have a friend of ours and he, he, he started listening to the podcast only couple of weeks ago or so he started from the beginning and he's gonna hopefully end up at the end if we end which at this rate will be soon if we don't find any more games to play um and he's just started playing the witcher 3 on the back of our episode 29 i want to yeah. say um <laughs> so yeah um he, he's in for a real treat in fact he, he posted a screenshot of one of those real treats um oh yes hmm <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yes. Uh, so that's that's not all I've been playing, but that's the, one of the main oh, things right. I've been playing. Oh, it's, so, it's good. It's good to know you're getting such value for money. Well, I got I got to eke it out now. I've got yeah. to eke, eke it out because I'm not buying oh, any yes. games until September. So <clears throat> the I'm September e- thing. Eking it out. So so come on then, Clark. You said this was similar to the game that you've been playing, which is of course Xenoblade uh, uh, Chronicles Two on the Switch, of course. Was this the one I played at EGX? With mm, Pet? No. Right. What that was Gino Kuni 2, wasn't no, it? No, no, we played. I'm sure we played a Xenoblade one. It looked a bit like Final Fantasy. No, because I'm sure they didn't have that, have that at EGX. It might have been Xenoblade Chronicles 1. It was the like one of the release games on the Switch. Big JRPG, well, third-person action JRPG kind of thing. And you had to go no. and take on some robots or something. All the enemies in the first area were like robots or something. No, it wasn't that. I don't know what the fuck that was then. Tales of a Spirit? No, I, I don't know. What yeah. was it? So, Xenoblade Chronicles 2? Yeah, well, I got this uh, I got this for my birthday, which was last week. Do you have a birthday? Sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's still in the post, Bimesy. Eh? You should have mentioned it. I did mention it once or... Ooh, how would you like a copy of the user? <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> um, no, I, I literally haven't turned my PlayStation on in <gasps> weeks. It, oh, sorry, I tell a lie. I briefly picked up, uh, I picked up Shadow of War for a physical copy for twelve pounds. That's that twelve pound price point. You see, it's working. Yeah, wonders. exactly. Um, played it for about an hour and haven't switched my PS4 on since. You should have bought your Kuzo. Yeah, maybe I should have done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Xenoblade Two. Um, I, I kind of only chose this because the missus went, "Do you want a game or something for your birthday?" I was like. Uh, I thought, well, you know, there's other stuff, but it's not out for a few weeks. She's not got your vouchers. No, so I just spent them on shite in the e-shop. 
Yes, but there isn't anything left in the eShop you haven't already bought. Don't believe me, there is. They're releasing those games faster than I can. Hang on, something came out today I thought you might be interested in. I can't remember what it was now. Is it that Bomber Crew? Might have been Bomber Crew, yes. But yeah, anyway, crack on. (laughs) So yeah, I picked up Zenblade Chronicles 2, which was um, released, I think it was December last year. Mm. It was kind of the next big RPG after Zelda. Okay, so what was the um, what was the price? Because obviously it would have dropped masses since December. Uh, no, it was forty quid. Hi Nintendo, how you doing? Oh yeah, take my <sighs> money. Um, <laughs> this is just insanely crazy Japanesey. Oh my god, it's just you, know, you you know you think Yakuza's a bit a little bit barmy. You've got. I think it's a little bit barmy. It's fucking mental. Yeah, so. To summarise the story, the world you, the kind of world you live in is it doesn't have any land masses. There's kind of a giant tree in the middle, which nobody can get to, and everybody lives on the top of these gigantic, oh, gigantic creatures called titans. Right. You think Shadow of the Colossus, except yes. these things are, some of these things are like the sizes, of, you know, the size of small continents. Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you play as a character called Rex, who's a salvager, um, and what he does, he... Salvages? Yeah, he jumps into the cloud sea, which is the ocean which covers the planet, which has like a layer of clouds just above it, you know, above the surface, yeah? Yeah. Good name there. And he salvages, you know, stuff from, tre- treasures and stuff from underwater. Right. And uh, goes and sells them. Um, he does this on the back of, uh, back of his boat called Gramps. Gramps being a uh, very small titan. Okay. <laughs> Who can also talk, of course. Of course he can. Yeah. Yep. And you, you know, one day you're just mucking about, you go back to your base of operations, and the sort of overseer of this small town, you know, says, I've got a job for you. It pays big. And you're, you're teamed up with these guys who have to go and find this ancient ship. You go down into the ancient ship and you find a girl in a sarcophagus, like a glass sarcophagus. Oh, God. Right. Um, and there's like a sword embedded in the plinth in front of her. Oh, so what should we do? Yeah, exactly. So one of the guys who was working with you um, sees that you're approaching this sword and then runs you through and kills you. Well, that was a short game. That's pretty yeah, good exactly. Japanese, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty good. Forty quid. Well, money was. Oh. <laughs> no, um, the the girl wakes up, <gasps> gives you gives you half of her life force, and you're then kind of bonded with this girl. Hence the whole Xenoblade thing. No, I don't uh, understand that. Yeah, exactly. So, so if effectively, when you go into battle, you've got this sword, and you've got this girl Pyra, who is a blade. You're called a driver, so you've got a blade and driver. No. It, it makes sense if you play, trust me. And she imbues your sword with powers that you can use in battle. So while while you're in battle, which is then like a, it's kind of a auto battle thing. As soon as you run run to an enemy, for example, he'll just start tra- twatting the enemy with the sword, and then it's up to you to execute combo attacks when they become available. QTEs. Yeah, sort of like that. Oh, um, you hate I, QTEs. Mm, yeah, not when they're nice and pretty and you have to do them pretty fast it's like a dance game <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, and so you eventually run into other characters who have their own kind of blades, if you will. And so you've got you've got three characters in your party, each with their own blade. So you can imagine battles and things get a bit hectic. Right. Um, I did get a bit frustrated with the game at the start, probably because it. I mean, Christ Almighty. <laughs> Well, to put in perspective, you're getting tutorials for the first 10 hours of this game. That sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to pick up on, on, but it's one of those battle systems that you can you can go into as much or as little as you want, if you will. If you're not Witcher. asked. Yeah. Well, you know, like in Witcher 3, where you had all of those potions and all that shit. You could... Oh, the stuff nobody touched. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're doing, like, the nightmare difficulty thing or whatever. That, that's exactly it. So you a lot, of, a lot of the battle stuff in Xenoblade is like this, but um, it's uh, it's got a really good story to it. I, well, it doesn't sound like it. No, it, it, it sounds like you've dived down to the Titanic, yeah. found Rose and a sword next to her, pulled it out, then got run through, and then she goes, "I'll never let you go." Yeah, and gives you well, half her life force. That's not well, the greatest exactly. story ever told. Well, Pyra, you're if you will, is also known as the Aegis. In oh that God, she's, really? Yeah, I mean, exactly. seriously, where did they... I, mean, I have absolutely... A spark of originality it. would be nice. Yeah. So, she's kind of humanoid. She has her own... She's different to other Blades, if you will, without ruining any uh, of the story. Of she is. Yeah. And she, she's very, very different up front in typical Japanese fashion as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hang on, is she a sword? She is a sword, yes. But she's also got breasts. Well, yeah, because you you hold you're basically holding her weapon, if you will. Oh fucking hell! Yeah, yeah we have represents... to navigate through this really, really carefully. Oh yeah. Explain I'm, I'm how is she a sword, but a well, buxom ev- lady too. Exactly. Every blade has a weapon, and when you select a particular blade to fight with, you use the weapon associated with them, and then when you're in battle. Your blade will effectively just stand. So your little. companions, the blades. Um, you, yeah. So, so you, the, the human people, I'm going to call them. Oh, well, that you are your. We'll go with human people. Okay, yeah. we'll go with human people that you are yeah. in your party. Those mm. are the the one. Of, those are the blades. And yeah, well, you, you, you've, what? Got, you've got you've got three sort of they are human characters, if you will. Yes. And those, those people all have the ability to channel blades. As you play through the game, you pick these things up called core crystals, and only certain people can kind of link with them. Right. So if you pick a core crystal up, select it in your menu, it will give you the options of which characters can bond with that crystal. Okay. And then when you activate that crystal, you can you can mess around with it and like give it certain sort of buffs. So if you give it a sort of some compassion buff, if you will it's very likely that the blade that spawns out of that crystal will probably be a healer-type unit. Okay. You know, if you give it an aggression thing, it will probably be an attack unit or a tank unit, if you will. And it's completely random as to what this blade looks like. So you've got different tiers. You can pick up common core crystals, and usually what spawns out of these them is these things that look like elaborate robots. Right. Sometimes as you get the rarer crystals, crystals you'll get more humanoid-looking blades. Some of them just look like freaky fucking Japanese. But what are they? So are they your... I don't understand. Are the blades your companions that fight in your party holding weapons? 
or are they the weapon that you're wielding or what's going on right each blade has a weapon yeah so so when you say each blade are you talking about blade as in it's a sword the, the, the person so pyra for example right she is a blade she of the buxom quality exactly yeah so when you select pyra you'll get this huge red sword I bet and then the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and then the character of pyra will kind of stand a little bit away from you and there'll be this like tether joining the two of you together right that's what so you're, you're now. yeah you're she's effectively channeling her energy into the sword which you're holding it's so japanese isn't it exactly. really i mean so, they'll get sex as, into anything yeah no tell me why as you you know as you ex execute attacks this sort of tether gets stronger you become more powerful you know when you've hit so many times you can do a special attack which would be kind of like your summon climax climax yeah <laughs> it's just fucking insane i mean your other two characters in your party one of them's this weird cat girl who has the ability to summon blade. Surprise! And the other ones looks like some kind of binned-off Pokemon design. They're, right. they're kind of, you know, in Final Fantasy games, you'll have, like, Moogles. Really? You're asking me about them? Yeah, I know he would. You have these things called Moogles, which are little funny characters that sort of populate the world. Um, and you've got these... You've got similar creatures that look like giant round kind of hamsters but they have like bunny ears which they use as arms so there's one of them in your party and he can't channel blades but he created an artificial one which is like an android called poppy <laughs> so would you recommend i buy this game clarky oh, absolutely because it does oh, fuck off no <laughs> seriously if you're into that sort of thing i mean it does what is it what do you mean well it doesn't yeah, sound like a typical. Have, it doesn't hang on. It doesn't sound like a typical JRPG in the sense yeah. of sight. You know, I'm standing on the left of the screen, timing attacks. You say it's got an auto attack thing. So is it like a third person action game? It's, it's kind of third person. So, so is can't... it like DMC or something? Mm. Or Bayonetta or? No, um, because the, the battles are sort of things you execute into. As soon as you run up to an enemy and press the ear button, he'll pull his sword out and then he'll just start automatically twatting it until you start issuing commands to the rest of the team, if you will. Whatever happened to foreplay? You know, some of these enemies have massive health pools and take ages to bring down, so this is why you need your combos and things. But it plays like a, it plays like exactly like Final Fantasy Tenet play. You run around, you run into enemies. It's that sort of gameplay. Yeah, because you've really got to stop bringing up Final Fantasy when you talk to me no, as, you as, played, as you an played, exclamation. You, you know? played the uh, the opening cinematic of Final Fantasy X, didn't Which you? was Final Fantasy X? The one where they're pushing the car at the start. That was 15? Oh, 15, yeah. yeah you yeah, call yeah. yourself a smegging expert. Well. I'm disgusted. Getting old. No, it, it's got it, it. Like I said, I don't want to spoil it. It does have a really, really good story that keeps you interested in the game. Not so far. Yeah, you you <laughs> you effectively want to get to this tree to find out what's going on, why this why this pirate thing decided to join with you. You've heard of you Wikipedia, know, right? And you yeah, and, and it does that really that really that really good thing that Japanese games do is they start off looking all cute and crazy. And then kind of delve into some pretty dark territory, you know, like you, you you meet up with other characters who join you, they end up dying. There's some pretty Oh, spoilers, dude. Yeah, there's some pretty 
sexual scenes in it. Well, nothing, it sounds like it. I'm yeah, getting no, that vibe. No, nothing, full, nothing full on, but it's the kind of thing that, you know, they call it fan service in Japan. You'll, you'll, you'll get a cheeky glimpse of someone from a particular angle and the game will be like, oh, yeah, that sort of thing. Jesus, it's like carry on. But, I mean, the game is absolutely massive. I've, I've had a look at through, through some of my friends' list who played this and, you know, this the average time people have put into this is like 120 hours. See, uh, that, that just puts me off these days. When I see um, a game, is like, I mean, I don't even know why I'm playing Yakuza when I know, because I yeah. think I can justify Yakuza because it splits it into chapters quite nicely. And well, it's just mental. Xenoblade Zen- <laughs> split into chapters. It's just how long you spend in each chapter. If yeah, you that are. sounds right. About you the could, same. Yeah, you can mainline the game, I think, in 60 hours. Yeah, Yakuza, you could probably mainline in about I'm guessing 40 hours, maybe less. Yeah. But there's, there's literally shit tons of stuff. And the game the game looks good for what it is. This, this is quite obviously something that started development when the Wii U was still about. Dude. So graphic... Yeah, so graphic. hang on a second. So this is Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah. When was Xenoblade Chronicles 1 out? Um, that came out on the Wii back in, I think, 2000. And Jesus, M. okay, right. So and then you had... Xenoblade Chronicles X, which was kind of a spin-off. That was, was that on one? Right, okay. I'm just trying to work out where that was the one we saw. No, because that had been out for like three years already. There was something that me and Pet played, and it was like that. It was kind of open-world third-person, mm. and you went... It was almost it almost felt like a MO... Uh, not a MO, but uh, almost felt like a MMO in the sense of you kind of going around getting quests off somebody. It possibly could have been if it was the EGX just the two of you were at. It might have been. It might have been even two years ago. I mean, it's hard yeah. to sort of do... That would make sense. It might, it might have been that. Um, very yeah, pretty. It, very, very pretty. Oh, this is this is as well. I mean, you, you know, the the game's massive, but it, it it's it's been designed in a way where you can get about in it quickly. I mean, fast travel in this game is so so sort of slick, if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game's enormous. You might get a mission objective, and it's like you know, one thousand five hundred meters away. It's going to take you ages to get to. But if you've already been in that general area, mm. you just bring your menu up, select skip travel, select the area, and it, it literally loads within about two seconds. There's no sort of, you know, on Skyrim, you get a length of uh, scene yeah. where, yeah, exactly. With this, it's right, yeah, you want to go there, load you in. And there's so many different, sky, uh, you know, side quests. My problem is obviously that, you know, upgrades you can do. I mean, the amount of core crystals you pick up for awakening new blades as well. Oh, they just make it overcomplicated though. Well, no, it's so... You get tons of them, but what you can do, about eight hours into the game, you unlock the ability to do mercenary missions. Right. Now, you select those through your menu, and it will tell you, it'll have some requirements, so it'll say, right, this mission will net you these rewards, but you need to send a blade that has wind power or fire power. You need to send a humanoid. So are you sending them away? You're not doing those missions yourself? No, no, you send them away. They'll go away and do that mission. So then you it, can't use them in your party while no, they're on the mission? No, okay. you'll, you'll probably... I, I think most people will find they, they'll probably stick with... I mean, you can have... Th- uh, for the first 12 or so hours of the game, you can have two blades... Per, well, your character can have two blades. Um, the Catwoman character, she can have two blades. Um, the weird hamster, what's it called? Zora or something. 
Right. He can only, he can't channel blue, so you can only have Poppy, if you will. Would would would, would the hamster be the comic relief by any chance? Um, yeah, he's yeah. a little bit of a selfish bastard, but oh, what a surprise. Yeah, the the, the other blades as well. You upgrade them by you know winning things in battle and channeling certain items into these flask things, and then but because Poppy's different, she's a robot. You upgrade her by going back to um, Tora, he's called, that's it. You go back to Tora's house, and there's a video game there you can play. And it's like a, it's like an old 8-bit old Manic Miner-style game, oh, so you just kind of dive to the bottom of this thing, picking these, and he gives you upgrades for, for the Poppy character. And you said my game was full of mini-games. Exactly. So what's the grind like? Because um, there's going to be grind. Not too bad so far. I'm kind of getting the impression I'm approaching grindy areas because it's like, oh, well, what we need to do next is go to so-and-so, but we really should check out these areas we've been to before. Like you say, yeah, you might want to start grinding a little bit now, but the, the, there's so much to find and the enemies are sort of so varied. You get, you know, there's sort of epic enemies in some areas that you can take on. It, it kind of keeps it interesting. Um, I mean, I will you, check it out. We'll have a look online. Yeah. Have a look at a few bits yeah, of gameplay and stuff. Yeah. You should stream it. Can you stream Switch? No, you can't. Sorry. Not even to Twitch. Not yet. You probably can with some elaborate. Oh, they'll work. wait till you have to buy their multiplayer yeah, exactly. thing or something. They'll, let, do own, let, they'll do their own streaming yeah. platform where it's all completely mute. You can't talk over it because obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah. For the children. Children for the children. The um, the le the leveling up system in the game is a little odd as well. You kind of gain XP from completing missions and defeating enemies, but you have to rest at an inn to actually level up. That's yeah, okay, I can understand that. It's weird. But isn't um, that the same as something like if is there what's the death penalty? What do you mean? Well, when you die. Oh, it just reloads you back to your last. Oh, see, so right, okay. That that as well is really quick. Um, if you die, it'll load you back to the nearest kind of area we entered into, but it, it's not like, again, there's no long-winded cutscene. It's like, right, you're dead, wake back up. Your characters will probably make some comment, of, you know, oh, he was a bit bloody hard and all that, and then you're just straight back into it again. But, you know, th there's a lot of different systems in this game, and you can either, you know, some of them you just need to use once or twice, or, you know, like the mercenary thing. You don't have to do it, but it nets your rewards, and it's pretty straightforward to... Uh, Kind of activate, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a very a very deep game. Oh god. There's kind of, there's kind of a lot to it, but you know, it, it's up to you how much you how how much you go into it. Interesting. It's a shame I'm, I'm not buying any games till September, really. Indeed. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely loving it, and I'm kind of a quandary now because I'm loving this, and then I've got Octopath turning up tomorrow. How much of a demo did you play on Octopath? Um, I only played one character's first chapter because I, I kind of thought, oh, I really want to wait for the, you know. But it comes out, it, it yeah. continues, right? Oh, yeah, it does, it's, yeah. Your save carries over, so I'm surprised you haven't gone in and done like two or three of them. No, I just I just did the one and I thought, yeah, I'm really liking it. It was enough to convince me on the game anyway. Yeah, I still haven't played it. I mean, it sat no. there, you know, on the Switch, over there under that thin layer of dust just just there I can oh, see it it's not cracked or anything has it not yet <laughs> well, the latest scandal yeah yeah. there's always one 
Yeah, yeah. no. Blade. If, if you like an RPG, definitely pick this one up. It's something you can go back to as well. It's it's kind of easy to pick up and play, do a couple of missions, put it back down. If you start doing the mainline quests, so you know you, you, that's where you're in fear. That's where you're in fear, sort of entertainment, because some of the cutscenes in it are absolutely immense. Okay. Well, I'll have a look at it, but um, no, I, 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 is it on a PC or anything like that? No, it is literally Nintendo exclusive. Oh, I mean, to, to give you an idea of how fast they make these games, the Xenoblade uh, X that came out on the Wii U, you bought the game on a disc, and it worked off the disc absolutely fine. It did a small install, but if you then went into the Nintendo store, store there was some sort of, there was some quality of life downloads for it as well. So there was like a a 10 gigabyte download which was which kind of reduced pop up on screen oh my god there, there were just there were just loads of them there was another one that you know that reduced loading times <laughs> this is the other thing as well do you remember when you introduced me to the witcher audiobook the last wish oh yes you, you your first piece of advice was you know just bear with the voices yes the <laughs> yes, Peter, the, Peter, Peter Kenny does the voices, and he's uh, the, very the good. Voice, but you have to get used to Geralt. Yeah, I, I, I know other people have mentioned this, and I'm not sure if it's just because I totally wasn't expecting it. But the voice acting in Xenoblade took some getting used to, most notably to the fact that your main character kind of speaks in a really false-sounding Cockney accent. Ooh. The 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 cat girl and all of her people are all Welsh. They've got a thing for the Welsh, haven't they? Yeah, and, and you'll find that people from different continents, they're always... You, you've got some that are American, but the others are always kind of oldie English-type accents. You've got your Scottish and... Well, that you know, sounds like every, every trope, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, but your main character, he, for the first two or three chapters, he's like... You know, I got to the point where I'm thinking I'm going to download the Japanese voice track and just use subtitles here. But it kind of, I don't, I don't know if the guy who was playing him. They just said, look, come on, you need to pull your, you pull out your ear game now because his voice acting just gets substantially better from chapter four onwards. Oh, okay. Um, for the first three, it's literally this dude's reading off a script and clearly has no idea what you're talking about. Well, to be fair, he's probably like me. Yeah. They're going. What is this? I've been told to read here. I don't understand what's going on. What's a blade? Why is it human? And why has it got breasts? Oh know. yeah, just just to throw throw a complication. You remember the you remember the boat thing that you travel around on Gramps? Yes. Yeah. Some something happens to him early on, and he's now the size of a small mouse and lives in your helmet. There's something <laughs> wrong with. Okay. The, the helmet that hangs off the back of your neck, because, you know, you're a salvager, you jump in the sea. <laughs> Heavily weighed down by armour. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Jolly good. Ah, well, speaking of sea and salvage, oh, can you God. guess what else I've been playing? Sea of Thieves. You know it makes sense. Yes, I have. As vast as an ocean and as shallow as a puddle. Little bit of truth to that, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I got a bit fed up of waiting for Pet after he stood me up so many times and going, Buy an Xbox, I want to play this with you. So I bought an Xbox. I even gave him a whole week of my time. He didn't show up. He was off doing whatever it was he was doing with Sean Eek, I don't I don't know, but you know. Um and so I oh yeah, I booted this up. Um wasn't expecting anything at all, really. 
I was just thinking this is going to be. Um, I don't know. I kind of thought black flaggy. That's kind of you know when you talk about yeah. sailing boats around. Um, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. It's really good. It's a really lovely little game to play. It's um, a little bit more. It's not complicated the sailing, but there's a lot to kind of do. So um, I'm going to try and work my way through this explanation. All right. Well, why, why don't we do it from here? You start the game, and yeah. what happens? You get a beautiful cutscene, but no, you get you you basically get to choose your pirate. Okay, so you have like a, a and the art style is pure rare. It's absolutely beautiful, right? The art style is lovely, um, but you choose your pirate, and this pirate's going to be your avatar for the whole game. You don't get to change the appearance, as in like the physical makeup of your character, right? So if you've chosen a massive fat bloke, you're going to get a massive fat bloke, and he's going to be your fat bloke for the whole game. <clears throat> If you've right. chosen a petite lady who's 70 odd years old, then you're going to be that woman for the whole of the game, right? You can change, obviously, things like their haircuts, their beards, their eye patches, their clothing. You can change their tattoo stuff, obviously, because that makes sense. But, um, you know, you can change all the cosmetic stuff around them, but their basic physical stature will always can, be. The can same. you give the 70 year old woman a beard? I don't know. I haven't tried because I didn't choose the seventy-year-old woman. But you basically go. You got this randomizer. Um, you don't go. You don't get to kind of go in and sculpt the person you want, which actually I kind of prefer. You get a randomizer and you can go and choose one out of a whole range. If you don't like him, you just press the button. It gives you a whole new load, and you can keep going until you find the one you want. And then you wake up in a tavern, and it's first person. And you wake up in a tavern. You've got a small bag of gold, and a map, and that's basically it. And you walk out into this beautifully lush. Um, desert island with a few huts and stuff on it a few sort of wooden you know shacks and things like that and essentially the world is there for your oyster and at this point the problem with the world being your oyster is had I not watched any YouTube videos previously I'd have been completely fucking stumped about what I'm going to do alright right. it doesn't tell you anything oh kind of right. like elite do you know what the comparison is not far off there we go okay because it's like what you were saying about it's vast but relatively shallow yeah. and when elite first came out that's very much the impression i got with it because it was you know oh, it was huge but you you couldn't do anything you're either mining for stuff where you were doing some Shooting kind of stuff, yeah. mercenary stuff where you were just taking something from a to b yeah and Honestly, the comparison to Sea of Thieves isn't so far off because basically you have three factions that you can kind of work for. Um, and you can work for any of them or none of them if you don't want to, I suppose. But if you want to gain rep with these factions, you've got, um, I think, the Gold Hoarders who are, and I'm going to get some of these names probably wrong because, you know, I'm only early in the game. Um, Gold Hoarders who basically, they you, you get maps, treasure maps off them and you go off and you basically sail off to islands, dig up the treasure, bring it back. You bring these chests back to them and they will unlock them and give you some money for them. Mm -hmm. You've got, um, I can't remember the name of them, the Souls something or other. Basically, they, they're basically um, almost mercenary missions. So they say, go and kill this pirate captain and it'll be a skeleton pirate because obviously... Yeah. So, so I, t I take it when you start the game, what, are you issued a ship? So yeah, w when you start, you can either choose to have... There are two ships in the game at the moment. There's a third one coming soon. Um, the first one is a sloop, which is basically for two yeah. people, but can be manned just by one. Okay, so if you're going to go in as a solo player, you're going to be in a sloop. Um, or you could choose a galleon, 
and a galleon is for four people okay and then you can choose whether to go in as an open party and just so I could I could get my little sloop or I could go in in a galleon and then I could have an open thing and then people would just drop in on my ship and I'd have random party people yeah yeah crew yeah yeah um if I'm on the or you could lock it down and say actually I only want people who I actually invite onto my ship to be able to come onto it which obviously means if you don't invite anybody you're just playing solo so all I've been doing is playing a bit of solo stuff I haven't gone into the multiplayer really too much um but yeah so you can pick up um like you were saying the gold hoarders which is basically your mining stuff where you go off and you dig up treasure chests following maps some of the maps are just literally x marks the spot map so you get the picture of the island which you've then got to go to your chart on the ship find the island that matches that yeah picture um and go and find the x and, and go do it the other one is um they'll give you a riddle so it'll be like um on the island that rhymes with fake you'll find this or something and you'll go off to that island and when you get there the next line will appear and so on and you have to go and do certain things like you might have to sing a sea shanty by a grave or something like that and then you've got to shine your lantern on a rock or something like you know so it gives you those yeah. clues and when you've done that you get to where the treasure is um the other one is the mercenary one where you go off and you basically they say here's here's a bounty go find them they're over there you go kill that person bring back the skull and you get rep and you get um coinage for it and the other one is the merchant one which is just fucking weird because you're playing a pirate game but they want you to go and catch chickens which nice don't quite understand so you can catch i think it's at the beginning it's i think it's just pigs and chickens and then after that i think you can get snakes as you wrap up or whatever but the kind of aim of the game in the first instance is to get to level 50 rep with all three factions and then you become a pirate legend okay right mm. And then after that, there's a whole other end game around Athena quests and stuff. But I'm not again. I'm not going to go there because I'm like right at the beginning. All I want to say is that if you've not tried this, and I'm the only reason I'm doing this is because I've got the I got the Game Pass, and obviously it's free on Game Pass. And I thought, well, look, it looks interesting. It looks very pretty. I want to go and try it. But to come back to kind of what I was saying, it doesn't tell you any of this. Had I not which videos, I'd have just gone around and just kind of pootled about. I'm not really quite sure what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. There's a dock. You go along this dock you've got your little ship and obviously if you spawn the galleon that would be the galleon if you spawn a, a sloop it would be a sloop you how, jump onto it go on how's the world populated i mean is it just you no or? no 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 so npc wise you just have you literally have your vendors okay yeah. that's basically it the enemies are basically skeletons so skeleton pirates and stuff like that they are, I'll come to some of the, the other stuff they've got going on in the game as well uh, in a bit but you will obviously you're on a server with other players okay so there will be other players around who are sailing around in galleons or sloops or whatever and it's it's an emergent gameplay game that's that's how they're selling this this, this game when you're talking about it being shallow it's very much like elite the fun is what you make of it yeah and it's how you engage with other players and it's how you how you react to them or how they react to you and what you do with them and stuff but i just I, I, it's difficult because i want to kind of try and take you through it without boring you but at the same time trying to describe what it feels like and that's quite hard because so you get on your boat and if you're in your sloop you've obviously got the wheel in front of you you've got one sail um, and then you've got the map um, and you've got a compass and that kind of thing and then basically you've got an anchor and those are kind of your your main five things to kind of steer the boat right so you have to do things like so yes you can raise the anchor that was basically taking the handbrake off right 
then you've got to lower your sails by using some of the rigging then you've got to use the other bit of the rigging to actually angle the sail so that it catches the wind properly to get the most amount of yeah. wind hitting the sail so that you're going to go in the right direction right you can with the sleep it's quite nice because you can peer over the back of your boat and you can see the table that your map is on below you so you can kind of get a peek of where you're going because it doesn't give you there's no there's no hud Oh, right. nice. There's no mini map. There's no <clears throat> nothing. There's no. There's no. The only thing I think you get on it is if you've got a gun, it'll give you the amount of ammo you've got. It'll have like five green dots down the bottom to show you these. You've got five shots. Yeah, and then as you fire the gun, the, the lights go out. But I think that's basically it. If you want to check where you are, you whip out your compass or you look down at the map. Okay, you've got a spyglass right. so you can look through your telescope and you can have a look around and seeing whatever. But you basically steer, and if you want to sleep, you've got to do everything quickly because you've got to do it all on your own. So you steer the boat, ship, thing, you angle the sails to get the most amount of wind. If you don't angle the sail, you'll still move, but you'll move slower, obviously, because you're not catching your foot. But the feeling of sailing is just perfect. Yeah. You know how when you were sailing in The Witcher, it, it didn't feel particularly, it, was, no. it wasn't, it it lifeless I think is probably it was quite yeah. pretty to watch but it wasn't it didn't feel like it Black Flag's probably the closest you can get to it but then you've got to raise it several notches to get to what Sea of Thieves have done the sea is stunning I mean the, just the water itself is beautiful and, and the way it rolls and the way if you if you go in the sea because you are a magic pirate and you can breathe underwater apparently don't know oh, right, yeah. right? but you can see the water rolling above you kind of all the bubbles and stuff i mean it is just a stunning stunning looking game but sailing through it is immense you really get a feel for the kind of the weight of your ship and how it moves and when you're turning and stuff um you've got storms that you really want to avoid um the the day night cycle just makes it glorious it is a i would quite happily just sail around because it's it's that nice um but then you get all the other stuff so you know you, you get to an island and you you know you drop your anchor raise your sails drop your anchor whatever you can do handbrake turns in the boat as well by the way because of course you can um because if you can do it in pirates of the caribbean you can probably do it in this right um hop off the boat get your little map out get your compass out try and work out where the hell you are on this island find the little red cross get your shovel out dig find chest get chest right get it back on your boat take that boat back to the outpost and there are I think six outposts in the game maybe five I can't remember dotted around the map yeah. and you've got to get that chest to the quest giver basically the gold haulers for example and you've got to hand that quest in and only when you've handed that that chest in once you've actually sold it if you like is that treasure safe so at any point you could be ambushed by somebody so you could park up right get your chest out go oh there he is over there 100 meters when you get shot in the back by somebody and they pick up the chest and they go and cash it in all right so it allows you to do that i've not had that happen yet but i know it does um but you spend quite a lot of time just kind of looking around when you're on the boat at sea and stuff looking scanning the horizon trying to find out where other people are and stuff seeing if there's any sales if you see a sale is it worth me just legging it do i want to go and engage do i want to go and fight them or whatever yeah. Um, and it's just I've, honestly I've had some really really fun times there are lots of other things that you can do with it so there are big skull forts that give you there's basically a big treasure room and you can go and try and take on a skull fort which are basically waves of skeletons and then a big boss skeleton yeah. at the end and once you've defeated the big boss skeleton at the end of all those waves you get the key to the treasure room but obviously if you're doing that with other people 
they could turn on you and as soon as the last skeleton's killed they could just literally take you out and then go and especially right, if you're yeah. especially if you're teaming up with people who aren't literally part of your crew yeah okay because obviously friendly fire is off so friendly fire is is off for like your friends the people that are in your crew yeah. so if you accidentally shot through somebody well, i don't think it's going to do a lot but um if you were teaming up with another set of people who weren't your friend obviously you can still kill them if you wanted to um you could wait till you got all the way back to the beach to hand in your stuff and blow them out of the water if you want to <laughs> but there's loads of little tricks and um and and games you can kind of play with people so one of the favorites is to go and get a big barrel of dynamite and yeah. then sneak onto somebody's boat put it down in the hold and then boom um it, you know, oh so no, you, that sounds fun. It, but it is, and this is the thing. I, you know, I've just had lots of fun just toying with this, and I haven't played for very long, but I've already seen quite a lot of the kind of the, the way you could you could play this and what you could do with it. And if there were, I'm playing it solo at the moment, and I'm having quite a lot of fun trying to sneak up on people. And I saw a boat the other day, and I sort of managed to creep onto it, and then um, accident, you know, put the put the barrel down in the bottom. I think I'm going to blow this fucker up. I'm going to blow this fucker up. And what you do is when you blow it up the ship doesn't just automatically sink what happens is you get those holes in the hull which start pouring in water okay and if you are defending those like your that's your ship you want to get down there you get planks and you kind of try and plug up the holes to stop the water from coming in and at the same time get your bucket to take the water out of the boat and slop it out the side right but if i'm down there i'm defending those holes because i want the ship to flood yeah so that then it becomes a sunken wreck which then I can salvage because they'll all die so there's just so many different ways you could play it and I think you're right when it started it was quite shallow it was very much kind of like there's not much to do you've got these kind of missions of go and dig up some treasure yeah go and kill skeleton if, if you kind of scratch you can scratch the surface and see where the game potentially is going to well, go well yeah and what they're doing now is they're, they're, they, they've changed their their roadmap if you like a little bit so they were looking at when they when they first launched it they were looking at going a particular way and they've actually changed that route now because people wanted more content there you know that was the main complaint coming out was there wasn't enough to do and actually there's a lot of emergent stuff and if you watch any of the kind of youtube streams on it people make their own fun with it yeah um, well, it's, it's like i had early on playing elite dangerous when you know i was just flying along and someone kind of pulled me out of frame shift and said you know you know i requested yeah. communication and said you know if you answer three questions i'll drop you some gold yeah. but i kind of insisted that i drop my shields first but you and get it's like yeah do i trust this guy you might as well sort it yeah but this is the thing and there are people who do that and there um i was watching a stream um where someone that you know this guy was going out and he was basically going up to cruise and he was what you basically do is you you have a certain amount of kit okay so you have like um the other thing that's really good about it it doesn't matter whether you're level one or you're level 50 you are no more powerful all right so you don't upgrade your weapons yeah. so you you have a cutlass a pistol a blunderbuss blunderbuss maybe it's just this oh and a sniper rifle yeah um and they you, they don't get any more powerful right so if you if you 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 can't play the game and then go and buy the sniper rifle plus four and make 
you know, and kill somebody yeah. in one shot where that person would have to land through, and it doesn't work like that. Your power and your weaponry and your your strength and whatever doesn't change. The only things you buy in this game is your cosmetics. So you might buy new livery for your ships, new sails. You might buy different looking lanterns, compasses. You know, all all your accoutrements and stuff like that. New yeah. clothes, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's another really great thing about it because it doesn't change your basic kind of gameplay that you don't get people who can just fucking walk around and just dick on people because they are just as vulnerable as, as a level one person site. they might know more tricks but they've you know there's there's still that level of, of, of um a level playing field if you like but um yeah you can you can pretty much do what you want and what they've done with this game is now they've started to turn to the kind of the content side of things so they're doing events very similar yeah. to like they do in things like Fortnite or Monster Hunter, that kind of thing with the gameplay, right? So they've done things where um, you've had to go and find certain things in the world, so thrones or something like that. But they've also got, um, at the moment, there's one going on with, with sunken mer um, statues. And these statues, if you get too close to them, they will kill you. So you've got to try and put as much damage on these statues. And when you do that, it's, they're called build tracks bilge rat quests because they're given to you by the the npc who's in charge of the bilge rat clan if you like um and you get a different kind of currency which allows you to buy special you know one-off kind of um cosmetics nothing else just cosmetics right yeah um but you get titles and you get all that kind of stuff and, and whatever um but they've also got things like so they they had um a megalodon so a massive great big shark Right, who just turned up, and there was a there was the, the challenge. There was, can you take on the megalodon? And you would then get people teaming up with five or six galleons to try and take on this one bloody great shark. You know, um, but then what they did at the end of that two weeks, where that 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 was the challenge, they just left the megalodon in the world. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, now this megalodon might, when you stumble, I saw him on my first trip out, scared the shit out of me. He was just literally circling around. I mean, I mean, he's a big fucking thing. He's like a blue whale, but a shark, right? Um, and he's going around my little sleeper. I'm just thinking, I, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I, there's no way I'm taking this thing out, or whatever. But you might be lucky, like I was, and it's a completely passive one. And he's just circling around, and then he'll wander off and do whatever he wants. He might come up and take like a bite out of you, and then swim off. Or he might decide he's just going to wipe you off the face of the earth and just trounce you you know so, but they've left that in the world the kraken's another one you know um the kraken is literally a it's basically cthulhu and he'll just try you know big octopus arms come up like ten thousand leagues and they wrap yeah. the ship up and you got and that's in the world as well the next um update they're doing and this is all free stuff this isn't you're not paying for any of this and the next update they're doing is one called cursed sails where basically all the skeletons you've been fighting on islands and things now have their own boats so oh, it's nice. giving you some NPC kind of sea warfare yeah. to go and take on. Um, and I can just... It's its really nice to play. It can be quite relaxing. It can be quite tense. It is just a beautiful place to be. The, the effects... Well, I went through a storm and... Jesus Christ. Apart from the fact that if you get hit by lightning, it really fucks your ship up. Um, it's just amazing. The, the wheel's going mental. You've got to stay on the wheel, otherwise it's just going to spam you all over the place. And you've just got to hope to ride the thing out, you know. And then, oh, brilliant! And it's that sounds um, good. With two or three or four people and a crew, you could really go for, go out and just have a really cracking night on it. Yeah. As as I only have a PC, what requirements would I need to go through to sort of play this with you, if you will? 
I'm not sure because I've obviously I've got the Xbox, so I've got Live and I've got Game Pass on that. Okay, but for Xbox, uh, sorry for PC, you would probably either need to buy the game, or I guess in you could buy the. I don't, I'm not sure if you can buy Game Pass on PC. You might be able to buy Game Pass. Yeah. Because the Game Pass is ubiquitous across Xbox Live, like your Xbox um, account, you know, your your gamer tag is linked to that. I think it would still be available on that. Um, but I don't know whether I honestly don't know whether you'd need Live to play it as a multiplayer. Yeah, that's that's confused me a little bit. Um, but it's um, I'm really really enjoying it, and it's I'm quite itching to go back and play it because I want to go and see more of the world. And the next kind of big update they've got coming up is going to, there's going to be a new ocean that's going to open up um, which sounds like it's going to be kind of a, a volcanic area so it's going to be lots of volcanoes spewing rocks into the sea and boiling to, you know, boiling um, seas and stuff like that, so you know I will see it's, um, um, I, I, I don't know if you saw this earlier on Vimes there, but I know it's your cup of tea um, something related to a man very close to your heart. Nathan. Yeah. He's very close to my heart. He posted a picture on Instagram earlier on. Which one? Uh, it was a picture of the rapper Drake. Yes. And it had a caption underneath it of Sick Parvis Magna, greatness from small beginnings. I don't know what he could possibly be talking about. Along with the date of July the 16th. I really hope so, because if he can pull off the film, then that's going to be so cool. Oh my god! Oh, that'd be great. Nathan Fillion is Nathan Drake. Yeah. So somebody actually just uh, WhatsApp me that, and I was like, send me the send me the link quick. Yeah, because you don't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Oh, I would love to believe it. Oh. You know that's been joked about in the past as well, hasn't it? Well, to be honest, though, if you ask me any sort of... Um, basically, any role that Harrison Ford used to... You know, young Harrison Ford would have been able to do, I'd give it to Nathan Fillion now, you see? Yeah. So, you know, Nathan Drake is basically Indiana Jones, so who better to play him than, you know, Nathan? Because he's lovely. And to, I want well, to you don't have to wait. Who are going to find out on Monday? I want to hold him. <laughs> anyway. Um, you, so, do yeah. know, you do know the film will be shit, don't you? Absolutely. <laughs> of course it will, but it'll be my kind of shit. Yeah. It'll be my kind of shit, so I'm good for that. But yeah, Sea of Thieves. If if anybody's not tried it and they have Game Pass, or they see it, I don't, I don't know, because obviously because uh, it's Xbox and PC exclusive, um, it's I feel think it's still forty quid on the on the store, if not more. But obviously, if you can pick it up for less than that, you know. To, to, yeah. to buy or whatever disc wise or from a key site or something like that honestly um, I've been nothing but impressed by it They they it would be nice if they had some kind of tutorial in it which maybe I've just missed or skipped or because I watched YouTube videos didn't pick up on the nuances on um, but the community is pretty damn awesome um, I've just you know I had a quick look on the forums when I was trying to find out stuff and they all seem pretty friendly and sort of open to sort of doesn't mean they won't fucking shoot you in the back as soon as you know you've got loot, but at least they'll do it with a smile on their face, you know. Um, there is an element of it being being fairly shallow, but I think there's enough there if you just want to go and have a really nice, just pootle around a game world that's stunning, 
and make your own fun which is not something I'm normally particularly good at but actually have been quite drawn into in this um, I would absolutely go and give it a go because honestly I could be tempted I'm, I'm, I'm very very impressed by it but uh, yeah I do need to play a lot more of it um, before my final review and maybe by the time I get you know by the time Pet gets his ass into gear and actually starts playing the bloody game um, it might might be fun. Oh, by the time that comes out, hopefully the three man ships will be out as well. So they've got two, three, and four. Oh yeah. And you know, three is the magic number, Clarky. Just just saying. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's all I've been playing for the last couple of weeks. Yakuza and Sea of Thieves. Um, so I think we should probably call it a night there. I'm not going to get into any of the political stuff around Arena Net and all that crap that's been going on because we'll probably just. Yeah. And Pet, Pet, Pet won't be interested in it anyway. No, he really won't be interested in that. No. So, um, this is the only person we're actually recording this for, for Pet, just to make him feel less lonely over there in, in the good old US of A. Yeah, How true. come we get Trump and they get Pet? There's something unbalanced there. Never mind. Anyway, um, so yeah, we'll come to the end of our little show. If you want to get in touch with us to provide us with any content because you've all of the stuff we put out already, uh, then you can always email us at Clarky. Gamersconfessional at gmail.com. You can get hold of us on the Twitters at ConfessionalPod. You can uh, get hold of me directly at Vimes74. You can contact Clarky at ClarkySnap. And if you really want to start hurling abuse at Pet, you can do that at Life of Pet. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't obviously encourage that, but, you know, at Life of Pet, go for your life. Uh, until next week, um, I think it's me and you again next week, isn't it? He's not back by then, is he? Mm, I don't think he is now. Swine. Um, It'll be me and Clarky back, so God knows what we'll have to talk about then. And uh, we shall see you then. So have a good gaming week, and we shall see you on the next one. Ta ra! Bye! The Gamers Confessional.